Welcome to our podcast. I'm Cynthia. And I am Hoka. And today we thought, um, I think Hoka, both you and I, as it's uh, beginning of August, Mm -hmm. we are getting lots of questions from parents Mm -hmm. on the preschool side of things about separation anxiety. Yes. And I think, uh, especially right now with our current situation, it's... um, all of us are a little bit unsure yes of what going back to school will look like will feel like absolutely i think that's uh, a lot of uh worry for families and and for children but i'm hoping that you and i can uh talk a little bit about what is anxiety separation anxiety maybe what it looks like um share some examples Mm -hmm. i'm sure we have them as parents Mm -hmm. and as teachers teachers preschool teachers maybe we can come up with um, some strategies for parents to come up with a plan uh, for September and I always like to think of the plan before Mm -hmm. so what families can do now Mm -hmm. what families can do when school starts and what families can do daily once school has started. Mm-hmm. Um, I always say it's like the, the plan. And probably good for even me to review yeah. and to process <laughs> and think on it too, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, I feel all of us are experiencing yes. some, at some level, you know, some anxiety. Yes. And um, I think this is good. I'm also excited for this topic because it, I, I need it too. I need to, to talk ready. about this and get it Get all ready out for there. September. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. So when I was thinking about um you know separation anxiety uh i just first thought okay what is it what does it look like Mm -hmm. and it is real absolutely it is um and it's uh it's it's really at the end of the day is the fear of being separated from a parent or other significant person in a child's life yes and being left Mm -hmm. it can be in a familiar space or not a familiar space I was reflecting on some of the things that can cause uh, separation anxiety. It can be like many different things. You know, the day after a long weekend can be a trigger. (laughs) Yes, it can for little people. Yeah. Sometimes one to two week vacation, you know, Christmas break. Yep. And we're back at at Mm -hmm. those big feelings for Mm -hmm. those little people, um, you know, come January. I find sometimes too... um, uh, families that I've worked with um, can often sometimes be thrown because the first couple of weeks of preschool may be going swimmingly, right? Their their children are coming in, and I sometimes feel, um, you know, maybe the novelty of preschool has worn off, or it's, it's hard work being in the preschool classroom, right? Mm-hmm. You're having to negotiate with other peers. You are having to work with new grown-ups other than mm-hmm. your mom and dad in the class. I mean, that's tiring, exhausting mm-hmm. when you're three and four. So I can kind of see after the first month, the novelty is worn off. You're like, oh, it's a lot of work. And I find sometimes um, separation anxiety might happen in October. Yeah. right um parents are often surprised when they're like oh we thought it was going to happen in september so why is it happening Mm -hmm. now in october that what you just said is a good reminder for us parents and i always like to remind my parents at you know the beginning of the school year that you know they might not experience separation anxiety in september it can happen any time in the year 
based on different situations and reasons. Yes. Um, Another one that I have seen is um, in some children is when they move to a new. Yes. Yep. Or new baby. Or new baby is, you know, that's, those are big changes Mm -hmm. in their life. How about this? I just remembered when we first moved to this house, Grace would have been 10. No, she would have been eight. Mm-hmm. My preschool math isn't working very well today. Yeah. <laughs> eight, yeah, eight. She was eight years old. She had a hard time moving. Mm-hmm. And we talked about it before. We, we, we prepared her for that big change. And we could not get her in the door. Really? She was screaming like crazy. And I was like, you're going to, you know, we only had a few. It's a new na- it was a new community. <laughs> so we only had a few neighbors. So everything, any noise would like echo. echo. <laughs> and she yeah. was crying this is not my home take me back this mm-hmm. is not my house i don't want to live here and she was eight and yeah. so we had to pull her in <laughs> just you know yeah. just yell inside you can yell at us inside yeah. but that was hard for her Absolutely. moving to a new home it's a big change and for i some. and i like how to even um sort of equate that to preschoolers right i um, you mentioned you talked to grace about moving Um, You did all the things in your power that you could to ensure that it would be a smooth transition for Grace, but she still had big feelings. Mm -hmm. And I think that can happen with preschool, right? You're talking to your kids about preschool, you're preparing them, but you, you know, there still may be times when children have big Big feelings. feelings. Yeah. And uh, right now, I think COVID, our present, it's Mm -hmm. causing a lot of uncertainty in children as well. Yes. Yep. Well, I always think about Grace's first day at preschool. It's interesting, I'm sure, for both you and I to chat, you to chat from your experience. Yeah, parent perspective here. Exactly, and And the teacher perspective with Grace. Um, Not that we want to out Grace, but... (laughs) I feel like we've talked to her. (laughs) You know, but but it it is a good... She's a good example we use, but also a positive one because she's come so far and she's growing and aware of her feelings and can talk through things. So I think that's a good example, Mm -hmm. exactly. Um, Grace had separation anxiety at preschool. High separation anxiety, yes. And that was our first time also experiencing that with her. Yes. That was the first place we left her. And I, I get it. Um, I'm a mom too, and it's hard to see your child upset. I think you. it's also hard. You feel bad for the, the, the preschool teacher. But I try to reassure parents that, you know what, this is my, this is my job. Mm-hmm. I'm here to help soothe a child. I'm here to let them know they're okay. I'll do it with love and compassion. Um, and it's okay to leave. Uh, you know, I always check with the parents. I'm like, are you okay? Cause if, you know, I, I, you know, to reassure them I'm okay. I mean, it's also, it's hard for all of us. I mean, I'm to not see. saying that I enjoy seeing a child upset because I, I don't obviously, but I also know I'm here as a professional mm-hmm. to help them, to help them work through it, mm-hmm. right? In a safe, caring environment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know it was a, a long haul with Grace, but we got there, right? <laughs> we got there, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think um, we, we have, I don't want to say for all parents, but there's just this aversion to not letting our children feel their feels, Right? Yes. That we immediately want to um, just move to happy, happy, happy. Right? You're not allowed to be sad. You're not allowed to be mad. You're not allowed to be frustrated. We have to, you know, just always be in this happy mode. And not that I'm saying, because I'm um, 
I'm not a let it cry, cry mm-hmm. it out kind of person. I wasn't as a, as a parent, you still have to be responsive to your children, but I think it's okay for them to feel their feels, mm-hmm. right? To be, you know what, you're, you're sad, but then that's how you learn to, you work through it and you learn that you're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And if we are always in that space of not letting our children feel those feels, mm-hmm. um, then children will never learn, I feel I'm using a lot of feels. <laughs> um, they will never learn that they will be okay, yes. right? Or how to move to the next or, or find, space or, or have step. the tools to to face that feeling. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think uh, you know, I that's one of the things that we we work at in preschool when parents have asked, and this is a question that was brought up a lot recently. How can I help the parents to to help their children with anxiety? Mm-hmm. And also what reassurance as a teacher I can give those parents, yes. right? You feel more connected when you know somebody else is going through the same thing, right? Yes. That you're, that um, other people's children have, have done this. You know, I've, I've said to parents, I'm like, oh, it's okay. It's not my first mm-hmm. rodeo. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've got this won't be the first and won't be the last, not to minimize their experience, mm-hmm. but um, this is this is part of the process of being three. This is part of the process of being four years old, mm-hmm. and um, it's 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 okay. It's okay. Yeah. Some things that we can maybe share with parents of things they can do now to prepare their children for September. Absolutely. I think my biggie right now is what's kind of top on my list or tops of my list is be that role model, be the positive role model, right? Using that language of I'm really excited that you're heading to preschool. I can't wait for you to tell us about all the fun things that you do in preschool, right? I think parents are setting the 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 tone. The tone. So I think if parents can put their worries aside um just even while they're talking to their preschooler um that makes the world of of different a big thing that helped me with connor in preschool because he was um his anxiety actually didn't kick in until (laughs) until october um and we still have he had made a a cutout jack-o'-lantern um we still have it we still look at it we still laugh it's the saddest looking <laughs> jack-o'-lantern you know instead of a happy jack-o'-lantern yeah. face he put it on upside down and it's kind of scrunched down into the corner of of his his pumpkin and I remember he brought it home and I was like oh what have I done look at you know because I knew he was having trouble in October transitioning it or, or going to preschool even though September was a breeze uh it hit in October and I remember seeing this pumpkin um and it just broke my heart I'm like why am I doing this look at he's you know not just telling us with his temper tantrums he's telling us with this sad pumpkin through his heart (laughs) through his heart exactly so did you do you think you felt at that point that maybe you wanted to pull him out of preschool I did I did um and even as an uh uh preschool teacher then um as as the mom I'm like but I don't like seeing him upset and I don't like seeing him cry um but it was also I knew that he was having fun Mm -hmm. um uh or I I don't want to say fun I I I don't know if he He was was learning you know what he was learning and he would calm down you know 
five or 10 minutes after I left Mm -hmm. and participated in class. And when I picked him up, he was happy and he would tell me about all the things that he did at preschool. So I knew from a early learning uh, educator, I knew he was in the right spot to be mm-hmm. doing what he was doing as a mom. Mm-hmm. It was really hard. Um, and I, you know, had to have discussions with my husband. Are we doing the right thing? Um, he's also an only child. Mm-hmm. So I knew for his social development, it was important mm-hmm. that he uh, continue at preschool. Um, I would sometimes on those mornings, uh, cause it's hard, right? I don't want to fight you getting right. you into preschool. Um, I had another parent who, uh, would say, can I take him in with me mm-hmm. or, uh, yeah, can I take him in with me? Cause they're heading in and Connor was much more pleasant for other people <laughs> <laughs> than he was for me. Um, As always normally is. Uh, and I also heard Hoka that you said that Matt would sometimes, bring or I know Matt would bring Grace in and I think that's also helpful right when you um when you might not be able to handle yes um your own feelings to have your partner and and I I was teaching at the same time right I was I always also chose to have my kids in different classes yeah for that same reason to gain more to be themselves without me mom being there yes and I would give your, the same reassurance you would give me when I would, you know, I would give that to parents. Of course. But I understand as a mom how it is so difficult to see, to, to leave your child to leave like child that. that upset. Upset, yeah. Of course. I, I found um, with Connor and I, especially in that blip of time, um, for us to have kind of the family plan. And we would talk about um, uh, now tra- when he was transitioning from... A three-year-old preschool program to the four-year-old preschool program. We learned a lot mm-hmm. about him as a three, three-year-old. <laughs> so going into that four-year-old, you know, we would talk about, all right, what is our plan? Mm-hmm. Our plan is going to be what, you know, our, our routine. What does our day look like on preschool days? Some days were easier said than done, mm-hmm. but you know, I'm like, our plan is we get up, we're going to have breakfast. You get to pick your favorite breakfast after breakfast, we're going to get in the car. We're going to drive to preschool. I'll drop you off. You get to play with Mrs. Lewis, was his <laughs> preschool teacher. You get to see Mrs. Lewis and play with your friends. After you're done preschool, I will be so happy to see you, pick you up. We get to go home and have lunch. So I found it was important to have that routine right so he knew what to expect and we talked about it daily that makes a difference absolutely when you give children a little bit of what's going to happen yes i loved hoka how we were chatting earlier probably a, a few weeks ago and i really liked how you mentioned doing um uh, meet and greet mm-hmm. with your families. Um, right now it's tricky with COVID and such, but I liked how you talked about connecting on Zoom. Yes. And I'm not saying all preschools will do this, but maybe there might be opportunities for for that. When we talk about, you know, how how can we prepare children this, this month, mm-hmm. right? Um, even if parents are talking about uh, the 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 teacher the 
the preschool. I know at Little Lotus we have a an Instagram account that might be a great opportunity for or social media um, for parents to be able to look in on teacher Hocus outside with her her kids. Look how much fun they're having. I wonder, you know, when we're when we keep uh, going back to that language. I'm excited to hear the things that you're going to mm-hmm. do with teacher Hoka. Right, you're setting that positive tone. You're sending that positive message to two mm-hmm. children. I think it's, um, you know, still talking about what to do when they've started preschool, right? Um, and I think we've we talked about it earlier. And I know it's going to be trickier now with COVID mm-hmm. on how to build that relationship with your preschool teacher. But I always say, you know, I can I can speak for myself. Um, I'm in this field because I am passionate about early learning yes. and I'm passionate about children and I'm passionate about families. I want this, even though there might be tears, I want this to be a, a, a good, good experience experience for families and children. And I'm here to help them work through it, both mom and dad and both um, and, and child. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm, I'm a little nervous about going back into the uh, teaching, but I'm also really excited to mm-hmm. be back in the classroom and doing what I, I love. Um, it's been very tricky to be on pause. It will be six months in September and also trying to convey to parents and I sort of feel like you know if parents can convey to their children it's going to be okay it's my job as the preschool teacher the teacher to convey to the parents it's going to be okay it's going to be okay where I'm going to try to the best of my ability to provide a space that is welcoming, a safe space, um, and it's okay for children and families to have big feelings right now. Yeah, it's something we can learn of mm-hmm. being okay, feeling our feelings, exploring yes. our yep, feelings. Exactly. I like that you can provide us play a place. Well, that we can, can provide. We can provide because you have a great program. <laughs> I love that. I also think it's about us. Um, being able to build relationships with the children, uh, with parents. Yes. Putting those tools in practice. Yes. And instill those in our children. Yes. Which, um, you know, I've seen how Grace has been able to use those tools. And mm-hmm. I know every school year is different. Sh- she's growing. Mm-hmm. So we still, that those are the basic fundamental tools yes, we use. They are. And we just shape them as we as, as, as they as, grow. As they yes. grow. Big tools for me and things that I am learning and wish I had done more with Connor would have been the having a gratitude practice. I feel like I'm going to be throwing that into every podcast that we have because that's something that's really important to me. And I wish I had done that more as a parent with Connor even though we were always grateful for things I think I'm um, more intentional with it but I think to be able to for children to see being um, having gratitude being positive about things right that I'm I'm thankful I get to go to school I'm thankful I got to play with Play-Doh today I'm mm-hmm. thankful I got to see teacher Hoka that can really set a tone mm-hmm. um, so I'm yeah that gratitude practice and I just think mindful breathing it can be so easy to forget, but mindful breathing, it's so important, right? Um, well, and now that we have chatted in length about um, 
our experiences as parents, as teachers, and the tools that we have seen work when parents and children and we use them in class, I say let's get on with the plan and um, just, you know, keep these tools in mind and just try them out, you know, with your child. Uh, recognize your, you know, your child's big feelings and it's okay to feel things. You know, read stories with them, books that help our children get excited for school and be positive, stay positive. We are the role models as teachers and as parents and that is crucial. Reach out to each other. Um, parent, teacher, teacher, parent. Um, yes, I think we're allies to do what's best for a child. But I also say, you know, I can come across um, as a teacher with experience and education, but I always say to parents, you know your child best. best. Um, and um, I, I see us as tools yes. right, for parents, mm-hmm. right? We're here to, um, to enhance the parenting experience. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we have, yeah, that e- experience and some knowledge, but parents ultimately know their child best. Mm-hmm. And I know as a teacher, um, I am committed to to have to build relationships with the families. Yes, because everything works better when you have a relationship, a good and, and a healthy relationship. Indeed, parent may you be empowered to embrace the process of working through separation anxiety with your child.